In today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, entitled The Iron Team, Vaccines, and Pokin, Maggie Walsh, Stabbed in the Chest. My name's Tavia. My name's James. And this is What, what the, the Hell Mouth. So, like we said, guys, this is what the hell mouth. Uh, James, how's your week's been? It's been fine. I don't know about my week, but I have an idea to pitch you. Because Nicole's okay. like, Nicole's like, no, let's not do that. I was thinking for the year of the Patreon, I want to do a stream and it'll be Jackbox. So like Quiplash and whoever is in dead last place at the end has to do a shot or a, a drop of THC. And that's the stream at the end of the whole stream or at the end of the game at the end of each game. Oh, because I was like, I mean, if it's at the end of the stream, fine. But yeah, I'm down. All right, all right. We'll we'll hit up little Corey. He drinks excessively. We'll hit up Jose. He, I think everyone in our group, besides maybe Corwin. I never hear of Corwin drinking. They Corwin drank for the that stream we did oh, that yeah, one time. Yeah. Man, remember back when you could have eight people in a And then it was like, it wasn't just those of us doing the stream. There were people that weren't on the camera in the room. Yeah. Like, it, it was, was a full house that day. You can't do that anymore. Uh, there was, I don't know if I ever explained this on a show. There was someone who met through the rewind and she was like, hey, could uh, I do spoken word? Could I come to record? And I was like, awesome, of course. And I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be easy. It's just one person set up in the other room talking. That's going to be great. But then the day of, she she's like, Oh, yeah, it, um, uh, I'll just have to, you know, like, coordinate this stuff with my singers. I'm like, awesome. Then, like, an hour passes. I'm like, what? Sing-? And I'm like, do you have, like, a backing track that you're going to have? And she goes, oh, no, I'm going to have three singers with me as well. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, what? And then, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, I'll have to set up three microphones. This is also in, like, July in our apartment. Oh, and the AC will have to be off while we're recording, but I'm like, okay, fine. If they have it rehearsed, that'll be fine. Newsflash did not have this rehearsed. So I, I was like, okay, it'll be four people. That's fine. She says, Hey, is it fine if my spouse comes? I'm like, okay, that'll be fine. Well, guess what? Everyone else also brought someone. So this is in my, in this little apartment, because like, this is the coldest area is this the studio yeah. space i'm not going to have them go out because some of them like brought their mom so i'm like okay uh i don't want like an uh, an old not like an old but an older like a an adult sitting out in our room just boiling so i'm yeah. like oh my god and yeah it was a mind fudge. I forgot how I got on that subject, but you were talking about how several people used oh, to yeah. be able to be in one room. Yeah, man, and we used to do it like hit it and crit it. Just five people every single Wednesday. Man, the old days. Oh man, I'm getting my first uh, round of vaccination on Wednesday. Hell yeah! I have to drive an hour and a half out, but it's okay. I'll do it. It's okay. Ooh. I don't care. Give me that juice. Nicole has Give been me that juice. Trying to find a place here. I think she found a. I don't want to say it just in case, like, people are like, oh, I'm going to go get that. Or, I mean, like, maybe I should not. There's like four people who listen in Chicago. The Mariano's on Broadway it, it has opened up. So, oh my God. Do I just go on the site? I'll do it right now. If uh, I, don't, I, I, <laughs> I could send you, I could send you a, a forwarded email that oh, Nicole check availability. sent. Okay, so, well, TC's talking about that. I woke, I've been up since 5 this morning, so I wanted to start recording at 1.30. It is now 
three when we started because we watched together at 1.30. I thought like, oh, we would start at like 12, so then it's 1.30, start recording. That didn't happen. That's fine. But then TC had to reset his computer, and when he did that, it also did like a 20-minute update. So I'm I'm tired. So this is going to be hopefully a short one. But I woke up. I hung out with with Socks a little because he was pawing at the door and Nicole had to wake up early, didn't want her to go deal with it. So I wake up, I'm on Facebook scrolling, and I see a preview for that new Nassim Padrad show, Chad. And I looked at the comments because like there were a bunch of angry face emojis on that. And looking at the comments, boy, it reassures me that the world hates women. Who boy. They're like, oh, oh yeah, this, a lot. This this woman's not even funny. The oh, all these ads are so annoying. One person said, "I'd rather watch an Amy Schumer special than watch this, and I'd rather stab myself with rusty nails than watch an Amy Schumer stand-up special." And I was like, Jesus Christ! Just say yeah, you hate women. This. You you could just be like, hey, wish this was an actual 14-year-old boy and not a, th- a woman in her 30s, which is past her prime, in my opinion, is what these men are thinking. It It's just, oh boy. No availability anymore. Boo. It's just, it's just, this is, I don't, ah, like, okay, I'll drive the hour and a half, but like, there just had to have been a better way. There had to have been a better way. There must have been. I don't know. This is hell. I don't think I believe in hell anymore because I I live on this earth and nothing could be worse than this. I don't know. Just think if well this is going on, just think life is as it normally is, but oxygen is very depleted. So you're just constantly gasping for air throughout the entire day. That could be hell. That and it's really dark and it's like really hot. And snakes crawl in and out of all of your holes. Yeah, that also, I mean, that might be a little orgasmic. No, like she meant like your nose and ears and stuff. Well, all your holes also includes your butthole, which is rubbing up on that prostate. So I would like to, I don't want the snakes. Um, it could be warm all the time. That's fine. But I mean, like a beautiful, like a, a nice, beautiful 76 degree spring day. Uh, well, 66.6 degrees is what it would be, you know? No, because then that's like if it's if it's if it's a breezy day, if the sun isn't out, then that's cold. If the sun is out, OK, that's warm. But if the sun is like covered by the clouds, it's fucking freezing on a 66 degree day. Just think if a snake were going out of your butthole, it's like taking a poop the entire time. What if it like bites on its way out? Like it's like, oh, 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 oh. Is it venomous? No, because you can't die. You're not going to die. It's well, just, the, it really but then hurts. it would numb it. So then it, it'd feel like, I don't know. No, it has not. All it is is like, it makes sure every time it bites you, its teeth connect. It, it's like, I'm going to break the skin every time I bite you. And I'm going to bite you every time. Like, I think I, I bite, I release, I bite, I release, I bite, I release. Well, that's my kink. So it can finally be done. No, that's no good for me. You can't train a human to do that because their head can't go up there. So the most they can do is take a, like, first in, like, a condom wrapper, put a staple remover in that condom, then insert it, and then open it up, break the condom seal, and then stab into your little booty. Awful. What you're saying is awful. Hey, we got there. We found out what hell is, and it's dark and hell is hot, whatever the fuck DMX is saying. We're rooting for you, DMX. Because he's a human, yeah, we're rooting for him. I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I always, I'm rooting for DMX. Drug-related stuff always gets me. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, that's very sad. He is a bad person. Or I won't a, say that. He's a broken person, I guess, is more yeah, accurate. Yeah, I think DMX has had a very hard life and lots of childhood trauma, and it's also relatable that I'm just going <laughs> to I'm gonna just root for him and hope for the best. Yeah, I guess if, if we put – I would – maybe there is a DMX autobiography, but I know if there is, he's not going into detail of like, hey, this is why the way I am. 
the he most. He did that interview where he was talking about the like he was with an older guy, and I think they like it just went and robbed somebody, and they were splitting the money up, and he went and got drugs, and he came back, and he was smoking a blunt, and DMX didn't do drugs or anything, and the guy handed DMX the blunt, he smoked it, and then later found out the guy laced it with crack, and that was how DMX got like to be the DMX he is now. Damn, that sucks. It was very sad. He seemed to be very sad when explaining it, uh, and it that... made me think. I thought to myself, I thought. Will I always be sad about my childhood trauma? Because I might have to get out of here now. I don't want to be in my 40s still sad about stuff. <laughs> in that situation, it's like, just be like, this was weed. It, it sucks that that person told them it was laced with crack. Because then it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to be, a, I'm just going to be smoking weed nonstop. I recently had an experience where I learned that, like, um... <sighs> What's the best way to explain it without like just going all the way? I think like sometimes people that are bad will have these moments of clarity where they're like, whoa, I need to like atone for what I've done. The toughie though is they then just go right back to being bad people. And I wonder if that's what it was like. Like if the guy was like, damn, look how like down bad DMX is now. I'm going to tell him what I did. And then probably wasn't any better of a person. He was yeah. probably still a piece of shit. But I would. So this episode. Oh, I was going to say, like, one thing in, like, an autobiography by him, we wouldn't, I don't think we would get things that are like, wow, this was his childhood, it was very fucked up, because, like, it's being shielded in the hip-hop community to have that bravado. The most we could get is, like, those, that situation where, like, Lil Wayne, you told me, was talking how, when he was, like, 12 or something, had I think much younger. Yeah. Oh, oh, D. I think ooh. much, much younger, like single digit age. Oh, dear. Had uh, like someone had sex with him. And it's like, that's Lil Wayne. You, you're saying this, but you're not processing this. Somebody, some other rapper was just telling it on like the Breakfast Club or some, there's some show with like two women and they were just like laughing and they were like, so you was getting it in. And he was like, no. Been like still laughing with him, but he was like, "No, nah, I wasn't getting it in." She just kind of took it, and they were like, ah, 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 ah. "I was like, um, we gotta maybe get some better interviewers. We need some interviewers to be like, are you okay? Like, hey, um, I hate to like fuck up the mood in here. Let's let's walk this back real quick. Um, are the, you the audio engineer just stands up, gets away from the console, and just like pats him on the back, and it's like, are you okay? I know I shouldn't be on microphone, but." I just want to. No one's really like taking this seriously. Are you guys hearing actually what he's saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, like through the cans, we don't hear the audio engineer, but they do. He's you just like, hear him. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, I, I don't think you're reacting properly to this. I think you would get more viral right now if you actually dived deep into this instead of just laughing it off and having it be meme. But hey, what can you do? I guess don't experience trauma, but <sighs> the Iron Team, season four, episode thirteen, original air date, February eighth, two thousand. I'm gonna be positive about this episode. Maybe I just what I'm tired. You and, weren't paying a ton of attention, but that's no, funny. I was. I whenever I was on my iPod, it was looking up things about the episode. Do it after. Well, I Please. was trying to. Well, I was trying to find out if they have always had a sink in that dorm room. Because At one point, you were looking up whether or not Mark Blugas has ever done voice acting. Yeah. That absolutely could have waited. We were getting to like the crux of the episode, and you wanted to know if Mark Blugas had ever played a Smurf. Yeah. Well, that was uh, not a Smurf, a friggin' snork. But all the way up until that point, I was just like, this episode's okay. Like. It wasn't bad and it wasn't good. It was just there. It's the turning point of the season. Yeah. Do it in a shorter episode, guys. None of them are shorter episodes. I know. They're all roughly 44 to 45 minutes. How does this show feel so much more con or like shorter than fucking Angel? Angel feels three hours long every single episode. Oh, man. I have uh to like gear up to watch that. <laughs> I've started to have to like gear up to watch Buffy, but it's like, at least I'll be like, okay, okay, here we go. With Angel, I'm like, okay. okay. Here's how I think and we I'll could- And probably message you and be like, hey, can we push it back a couple hours? I'm, I'm super busy. And then I nap and then I wake up and I'm like, damn, I still don't want to watch it. <laughs> I really wanted to push Buffy back today, but I didn't. I just, man, I had a really rough week last week and my head is just, whew. Do you want to talk about it? No, 
I'm going to talk to my therapist about it tomorrow, even though she wants to meet at 9 a.m. instead of our normal 2 p.m. She said if I can't do 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. is fine. But wow, I feel bad saying no to 9 a.m. Because my only like the only other engagement I have tomorrow is I would really like to be sleeping at 9 a.m. Oh, man, I made a joke with Morgan and Rachel. I was like, I think I'm about to start doing drugs again. <laughs> this is just not... Um, you start, you get sober and you're like, okay, life is going to start looking up. And then it doesn't. And it's like, well, I don't want to like actively be here when I could be popping peas and taking naps. Ugh. Just take the naps, work out, exercise hard, and then take a nap. No, I think instead I'll take a Percocet. No. <laughs> seems like a better fix. No, no. TC, this is an intervention right now. You would want to intervene after I started doing the drugs. Again. No, no, no. This is a good, like, you intervene before you get to the drug. Oh. It's not working. Anyway. <laughs> I'm here. <sighs> so. Stream with me. Mind. Like, get on on stuff. Whenever you're like, hey, man. I'm trying to get boring. on stuff. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck out of here. Get the you need to start watching Bible Man. Bible Man will teach you the power of God and how a lightsaber can be formed out of faith. Because with the faith of a mustard seed, huh? I know all that stuff. With the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. So it's like you, all you need is faith, and then essentially anything is open to you. Dang, I d did not know that. I just stumbled into it. I was just oh. talking out my ass. No, it's a very common like you can you can get it in like um like those placards you put on the wall or like um necklace. Sometimes they'll have necklaces and it's like this clear stone and there's a tiny mustard seed in the middle. I have a placard on the wall that says Monster Island because this apartment is Monster Island. Placards on my wall. I kind of think they're tacky. It's not for me. Now, is it tacky that there's like paint on top of my ceiling from where like the paintbrush touched the ceiling sure we'll get the in the placards are a little too tacky fine tooth comb that uh what were we talking about before you were on talking of drugs i was also talking to one of my friends about how like i wish my mom had been a different type of abuser where she would have been like a momager and like saw that her kids had talents and pushed us to be talented but i guess you know i love drugs a lot so i'd probably be one of those like 1990s people that like they're like oh he could have gone so far <laughs> but here I am, violently depressed. Well, I mean, so you still you would have been was... violently depressed other places as well. How about you wish your mom wasn't an abuser? Yeah. See, let's not let's not wish for stuff that's unrealistic now. But that's that's just a fucked up artist wish fulfillment of like, oh, I wish my parents like. Sometimes I dumbly think like, I wish my parents didn't support me. Uh, because then I'd have someone to rebel against. Now I have to pick and choose, and now I'm rebelling against Nick Foster. I'm just working with like the 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 like if 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 I had had the same hand, but like at any point I would have been like, actually, can I just trade this one card in? And they would have been like, you know what? We're not going to give you an ace, but we will give you like a queen. Oh, it's like the powers that be. Traded the one card in, and I would have been like, okay, so now I'm at least going to be famous um, until roughly like 1920, and then it's like, oh man. No, I think it would have been like a Demi Lovato, the path that she's taken, the ups and downs. But luckily, we're in a time period where like mental health is not a faux pas to talk about, where in the 90s it was. So that's why a lot of people just spiraled down and then. Uh, also sad. Ugh, I watched. Um, who's the girl that did Punky Brewster? What's her name? I have no idea. Punky Brewster just did a documentary. It's obviously under her real name, but it's just I didn't commit it to memory. And just she, uh, so much of it was like she'd be, because she, I guess, was just like she'd record all of her life always. And it was like so many of her friends were like at the end of it, they had to do like a in memoriam for these people. I was like, damn, it must have been hard to be famous in the 90s because all your friends are gone. Yeah. And then David Arquette was talking about, he was like, we'd do anything. We'd get crack, you know, we, we'd smoke heroin. I was like, no, I didn't know you could smoke heroin, but whoa. Well, no. it's gotta be tough to like have access to that stuff, guys. What are we doing? Who? Why was no one monitoring them? Uh, there were Danny Tamborelli, not in like an excessive, like as extreme way, but he was on all that. He's the orange hair guy. That's yeah. Danny Bonaduce. Oh, oh no, but Danny Tamborelli is also 
He was on All That, figured out, a Nickelodeon kid. He was in Snow Day, uh, maybe one of the yeah, Mighty look, Ducks. I know him. I okay. know who you mean now. He would talk about how he was a teenager at Universal Studios. Like, he would film there, so, like, he was a star. He had, like, VIP-type treatment. So he was like, yeah, all we would do in between, like, takes and stuff was hang out behind the studio smoke cigarettes as teens, drink beer, then go on Universal Studios rides. So, like, luckily it wasn't like, hey, we got heroin, but it's still just you have so much time to fill and you have this importance put on you in, the yeah. mo- in like, the public's eye that you're like, well, I can do whatever I want. But I said all that to say I'm super fucking depressed. Something's got to give. This episode, though. Are catacombs just easy to get into? And they're, no one knows that because they're like, well, the superstition says we can't go in there. It's desecrating and it's haunted. It's spooky because every single time, like, they're just so easy to get into for all everyone on Buffy. They go in a catacomb and then you can live in the catacomb. Are no one checking up on it? Maybe, like, he did research and he was like, okay, whoever is in this one is, but, like, their whole lineage is gone at this point. So it's okay. Like, there's so many, like, I would never go and see, like, wherever my great, great, great grandfather is buried. I don't even know him, so I'm not going to go look. That makes sense. Like, one, oh, everyone, the last person to die was in 1910, so we're good yeah. here. I, it just seems like we should be hanging out in catacombs. I'm not going to do that. Kind of like how Ninja Turtles 2 made me want, or also Ninja Turtles 3, made me want to hang out in sewers because it's like, well, we could find an abandoned uh, subway station that isn't used anymore and just hang out in one of these subway cars. No, I'm really scared of bugs, and I think bugs would be in, first of all, I really don't care for public transportation areas. (laughs) But this one hasn't Uh, been used in decades. So it's not even being like up kept up in the level like used ones are. No one is now. It's just it's just it's gross and there's probably mice and bugs. I'm very afraid of mice and bugs. Just think, no more rent. It's a fixer upper. You get to make this area your own. If I went into an area and there were bugs and they were like it's a fixer upper, I'd be like, well, somebody else needs to do it. I'm not gonna do it. Well, you make your brothers, uh, Donatello, Raphael, and uh, Leonardo do it. Hello, brothers. Yeah. I thought they were just four big-ass turtles who were like, well, I mean, who else would be friends with us? Wait, did you really not know they were brothers? No, I knew. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a better show, though. Like, they that's how they, they form a, like, quote, brotherhood, but it's because they're just four giant fucking turtles that talk human, and they're like, well, I keep trying to make friends with people, and they don't want to hang out with me because I'm a bit, I'm a 300-pound turtle. I had a dream. A 300-pound anthropomorphic tort. tort, tort. Turtle. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just... I had a dream once that it was a rated R Ninja Turtles that I was watching, but it was Street Shark style. So they were teenage boys fighting the Foot Clan, and then they get the ooze on them and some, like, turtle juice. So then they turn into turtles. So th- now they're like, well, fuck, man, I can't have sex. What the hell? I, I, I was... Mutated a virgin. I was oozed a virgin. I was turtled a virgin. So there's that complication going on. Uh, Maybe Michelangelo has to relearn skateboarding because he has all this like turtle weight on him now. Uh, You have really weird dreams. I have dreams like um, uh, Morgan was driving her car, but I was like sitting like, you know how like you ride someone's shoulders? Yeah. I was that and then like I was my head was out of the sunroof and we kept passing a bunch of my old classmates and they were looking at me weird. And I was like, is there a reason we keep passing? And she was like, hold on, I'm trying to set the GPS. And then this boy that I went to school with who I used to have a huge crush on, um, he was like, I got y'all. And then he like grabbed my shoulder and just started running to get us out of the area. But it was like it was weird because we were in a car. You don't have to do any of this. And then there was a dog that kept trying to attack us. Someone was like, hold on, I got it. And she picked the dog up by his stomach and dropped him into her car. But then, of course, he started attacking us. (laughs) uh, And then he bit me and I woke up. I'm slipping. I'm bitten. I can't wake up. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to edit that out. No, it's staying. It's staying. My thing, not your thing. The dream was good. 
Wasn't it like super exciting that like we find out Maggie is like we for real for real find out she's evil in this episode? It's the turning point of the season, James. You're supposed yeah. to be excited. And she dead. Dead as hell. Stabbed through the chest. Actually made me like grip my chest. I was like, ooh, ow. Hours. I unfortunately, while doing research, saw that that Missed happens. It. Oh. That's why you should wait till the end of the episode. If yeah. you have a question, why don't you just ask me and then I'll do the research. I've seen this show before. Just think, well, so I do ask you questions. I'm like, oh, are they going to kiss now? And you're like, do you have to wait until the end? That doesn't mean you go look. That doesn't mean you go look. You just wait till the end. But you just said, hey, if you have questions, ask me. That's not a real question. I thought a real question would be like, what, what could you have been looking at that you found out that Maggie got stabbed? See, here you go again, starting to piss me off. Be pissed. Take that energy of depression and turn it towards misguided anger towards me. That simply is not how my depression works. Hey, we're going to re we're, we're let's ask oh, your therapist if you can start learning to revert energy into different like funnel it into a different source. I've been telling my therapist that I'm just going to start like um fucking people close to like my abusers. Um, and she does not think that's a good idea. She thinks <laughs> I should heal instead. And I was like, no, like next time my mom gets a boyfriend, I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> next person, if any other abusers come into my life, I'm going to fuck your father. So I really think, I really think people need to pump the brakes. I was going to say find somebody else to abuse, but don't do that. Go to therapy. Yeah. Get some help. In the words of Michael Jordan, stop it. Get some help. But they won't. 314 was a huge letdown when we find out that it's just some Frankenstein. Franken demon. Yeah, it's just a cobble he's together. Like, he's like, uh, he's got like people boots and a person arm and his face is all fucked up. And um, also an arm that stabs Maggie. But the Buffy, the her fight was pretty like when she's like, Professor Walsh, let me fucking tell you something about me. Biatch. But I actually took notes this episode. I don't think I've taken notes on an episode since season three. When did the Scooby name become canon? I think as soon as it was said in like season one or two. Oh, I don't even remember them saying it. I just always, I for a while just thought maybe it was a like fan. Like we were just doing it? Yeah, like or like a fan given name to them. That's what I meant. Oh, I, I thought you meant you like, me. I, yeah, I thought you meant like we as in you. No. Okay, so here's some of my notes. Please back up from them like a little bit. <laughs> Stay a little close, but... Was it bad? Was it really <laughs> uh, It wasn't loud. It just sounded bad. The way Xander... So there's a scene where they're playing poker, and Anya is like, oh, give me five cards. And he's like, I keep telling you, like, the max is four cards, and you can only have four if you have an ace. And she's like, okay, give me four. And he's like, let me see the ace. And she's like, give me three. And it's like, he talks to her so impatiently. And it's like, please don't talk to me like that. That would be a huge red flag. New Tavia, that would be a huge red flag. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. You, no, 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 no. You're not going to talk to me that way. That is how in crumbums I would talk to socks. Like, yeah, because he's a child of a cat and he frustrates me because also he doesn't know the world. I guess like in the sense she doesn't know the world of man. However, yeah. she is thousands of years old. And I think that if you are dating someone that needs to be taught stuff and like you can't be patient with them. Just don't date her. Leave yeah. her alone. But also like that's that is how I talk to Gio. Like I'm like, I keep telling you, if you run between my legs, you get your head kicked. I want to be clear, I don't kick his head on purpose, but he literally will be running, I'll be walking, and it's like he he makes a connection. I just wanted the fans to know I'm not like walking around kicking him. I love him to pieces. He just um it's, it's a couple screws, y'all. So they're not tightened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how you help a cat that has uh, yeah. I don't know what's up with him. He definitely has like, um, uh, what's the word? Um, separation anxiety for sure. Check that box. And then he just, sometimes he does stuff where I'm like, man, I think if you were like a human in school, you would definitely be kept behind for your behavioral disorders. And they'd be like, he can do the work and he tests very well. Um, but he keeps shredding all of the printing paper. And I'd be like, he does it at home, too. We just don't have shredding. We don't have printing paper at all. If I want to print something, I have to go to Office Max. Or I guess, uh, like, the UPS store. And I can't take him with me. I took him with me one time. I had to pay $44. He shredded so much paper while I wasn't paying attention. That's a good kid. 
That's a creative kid. People are just not letting their kids be creative. We need kids to play outside. Bring back recess. Oh my God, they need gym class. Please let them get out the energy. It's not the sugar. It's just that they're sitting for so long. These are things I I see uh, high school friends of mine post on Facebook. You have friends in high school? I mean, like my high school friend, like friends who I went to high school oh, okay. with. Okay, I was like, yeah, don't, huh. don't <laughs> act like James <laughs> like, has high school friends. I was just very confused. I was like, I mean, I guess because like horrorcore, but huh? Hor- what? <laughs> I was really, man. Why would you assume? Sound like, really? I don't know. It seems like something also high. Like I feel like horrorcore would just like expand. Like it spans across. Everybody loves horror. Everybody that likes horrorcore loves horrorcore. So it's like probably some twelve-year-olds that are like, "Yeah, this music rocks," and probably some twenty-two-year-olds, and probably some thirty-two-year-olds, and probably some eighty-two-year-olds. Well, yes, but I'm also not like in the community like that. However, what I people who are friends of mine who are in high school, I just call them my cousins because those are the only people I know who are in high school. Okay, I understand what you're getting at. I thought you were saying that you call your high school friends your cousins. And <laughs> like I was like, I'm Snoop so Dogg way. Yeah, we're like how like people will have like play siblings. I was like, okay, I don't know where we're going with this. No. I don't know why you wouldn't just refer to them as your... I know tons of people with play siblings. It's not for me. It's not my thing. But like, hey. Well, no, the weird thing here is I am a 29-year-old man with play siblings who are in high school. That's why I was saying no. Uh, I know tons of uh, – all of my friends are older than me, and a, a nice amount of them have play siblings. In high school? It's fucking weird, but nope. Okay, they okay. Uh, but no, so, uh, if it's if issue. it's our age, I'm, I say, say, like, that's fine. high school friends, and then it just threw everything off. Stop referring – you have to either say high school friends or cousins. Just <laughs> – you just <laughs> – my brain can't take this right now. I'm in a sensitive place. <laughs> I use specific words. Oh, okay, but what about your friends who have play siblings? They just do. And it's like, they'll be like, this is my brother. I've known him for six years. And I'm like, oh, I, I thought that was your brother. <laughs> they'll be like, well, yeah, because we've known each other for six years. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Six years, unless you are eight years old, six years isn't really that long of a time. Because we've known each other for... Uh, like five years almost in july i think it'll be five 2021 it'll be six okay we're brothers now i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah the only i think i guess i've known you for six years uh you might be the aside from morgan and rachel the longest standing like relationship i have at this point i'm sitting though (laughs) longest sitting relationship and that's not sad that's good it's good yeah. It's good to have firm people in your life. Nicole has me, her friend Liz, her brother. <laughs> I it, Nicole. It, the way I, you started, I was <laughs> like, I know this is going to be about how Nicole also has only a few people. Yeah. She's very, she's very open about it. it it's been hard for her to say that. You and the other people in Marshland Media are her friends. That's okay. Because she's like, oh, they don't they don't want me to be their friends. And I'm like, what the fuck that are you? Suddenly took a sad turn. Yeah, I was like, because like I'm into oh, no. like I am I'm violently you gotta you gotta really at this point, at this at this point in the game, you got to really show and prove. <laughs> it's gonna be like people I've known for ten years. Like I don't know if I'd call him a friend. We've just been hanging out for ten years. He invite me to something. I go. I invite him to something. He comes. You know, if he needed anything, I'd do it. And I know the same. But I don't know if I'd call him a friend. Oh man, I am. Uh, we should have recorded this after I therapy. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> but no, N- Nicole has severe separation anxiety issues. OMG, me too. I'm getting a lot better though. I'm a lot, I'm a lot, a lot, a lot better at being able to like let go of relationships that are bad for me. The I think like the caveat now though is like, like I'll be like, okay, you know, wash my hands of you, but I'm like, damn, you did me like that. <laughs> I'm not funny, but I didn't know what else to do but laugh. It's, it's just like, whoa, whoa, man. The people that like you do for and you have like close to your heart, the moment you piss them off, even if you didn't do any, 
What about Nicole? Hmm. Uh, so Nicole's issue is that she's like, yeah, you know, I'm hanging out. Oh, yeah, we're friends. Oh, you no longer talk to me? What? What's going on? That was her upbringing. Man, I think I, I will. I will. One, the next time we do the podcast that be, I will have had therapy, I think, at least twice. And two, it'll be behind a paywall. But man, I just that's just the craziest shit happen. And I just... I haven't yet been, I think I handled it really well. I handled it to the best of my ability. I fell out with somebody. I really want to hear the update, even though it's, we'll have to wait for the podcast that be about the billing situation. That already, oh, she, uh, oh, I guess it, I talked about it on the podcast. That'd be yeah. Like, okay. Uh, so I have, it would Could be. Could you actually cut that whole bit of the story out? I actually didn't want to share that. I just got on a roll and was so <laughs> angry. Oh, all, like all of. Yeah, I can fill it with more. I can tell another story. Oh, Here, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's totally fine. To uh, what, I appreciate that. I want to hear these updates, but it's going to be another month. So the only way I could think to do this is Lil Corey and Rudy are coming on talking about Beyblade next week. What would be oh, funny. You some guests. Yeah, I, I've been having guests the, the, the past, oh. but I, it's like an, uh, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, I'm doing an olive branch to the, the hosts. To say because it, like in the canon of talking about Beyblade, you guys are trying to pollute my mind and say that Beyblade isn't cool. And what would be Is very this like fake? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because you guys, no one wanted to co-host the show with me, so I have then turned that into you guys being a force of evil against Beyblade in the world. But what would be very funny is every single week when I have a guest. I say like, oh, in order to make this feasible, I had to rent out the space to another like show. So then like I do an improv where like my voice is modulated, all of that. What would be very funny is, is like, hey, in order to like like to work around my schedule and make this feasible uh, in the middle of this show will be the podcast that be so that it becomes <laughs> like that show within that show for 15 minutes and then they have to be like what is going on here james <laughs> but i feel like that would be a scheduling nightmare because i'd have to do it on like a thursday and you're i don't think available on thursday i am it just depends you gotta give me the time beforehand so i can know what shift i need to work so i can work my shift take a nap or be able to leave the house, grab a Red Bull and be back in time to start recording. Or I need to know when to reach out to my manager to be like, Hey, I'm going to take a long lunch. Okay. Uh, sometimes I take four hour lunches and that just is what it is. <laughs> sometimes it's just, Oh man, I need uh, more therapy. I need like six or seven therapists. The one um, is not doing it anymore. You, like I've said, use me as a therapist. Are you still there TC? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You you you, you you went in and out for a little bit. Oh, my bad. It's not your bad. It's not time. your bad though. It's the internet's bad. You don't need to apologize. No, I'm not like depressed about stuff like that. It just literally is. I have uh, hit my max at uh, mistreatment, and I just got a feeling <sighs> that was spooky. That's the way of the world. Well, let me get to a couple more notes, then, <laughs> then we're, we're going to call it quits for today. Uh, Man, I had so many notes. Oh, I'm going to drink so much when we call this podcast. <laughs> TC was like, working with with a relationship is, is not good. I worked with Nicole at Burger King, and I loved it. The only part I didn't like about it, because it was still like a new relationship, is the fact that we had to work, and I couldn't just hang out with her the entire time. I mean... As you know, I am the pharaoh of fraternization. I love dating and or just like um, just um, commiserating with coworkers. It honestly, honestly, I love being like indefinite work from home. It's amazing. But I miss like being able to date my peers. <laughs> so there's just an aspect. And it's like if we don't go back into office soon, I'll be too old for such ridiculous work. I really once you hit like 26, 27, you got to stop. You got to stop doing that. Um, so it's like we got to we got to. Get vaccinated, people. I'm trying to get back in office so I can see who's cute. And so who can see who's cute is me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and so who can, so I can see who's cute. And and so, so, so. And who is cute is me. Who is trying to be cute with me? 
Yeah, that too. Who trying to let me be their like little soft little arm candy? Like a little like a, a sour gummy worm. I'm, I'm trying to be y'all little sour gummy worm. I think you, you can, even if you're 26 plus, you can still date in office. I just, I don't. Nobody wants to be the 34 year old in office still sleeping with all of his coworkers. Well, no, There's I a mean. a name for that. I was say it, but then I remember it. <laughs> but I think like, yeah, if you're like going one to another, that's bad. But you can still like date someone who is in office. <laughs> Did you get a message? Oh, no, where where'd you send it? Uh, I sent it to um, Messenger. <laughs> ah, man, good times. Damn, open it. It's loading. Jesus, are you using oh, okay. a Okay, uh, is, uh, I... That's also when we were talking about this. That is the person who came to, into my mind when you said like an older person. <laughs> Man, if people were at that job still listening to this podcast, I know they're also going to be like, "Oh, I know who they're talking." <laughs> and, and this is a, like I don't even know how extreme this might have been because I'm just aware of one person. Oh man, I can think of I think three people definitely and then several he hit on like okay. several several people they hit on i hit on zero people there oh man i couldn't even i couldn't give a quantifiable number <laughs> oh man the, uh, man. i think we've we've uh, i won't go into the to description but whenever we see something like if we're watching a documentary and it's about like two animals fighting and then the alpha wins. They'll say like, uh, and then the alpha or the beta submits. Both Nicole and I will scream, why won't you submit to me? <laughs> That's an inside joke that I, I we might have said. this crazy fucking job. <laughs> I that is something someone said to another person in a text message at yeah. our job. Uh, in oh, earnest, man. not I. Was it wasn't really sarcastic. Funny. It wasn't joking. They truly <laughs> said, "Just why will you not submit to me?" I'd have been like, "Well, um, I don't see a purpose in the two weeks. <laughs> just gonna get out of here." <laughs> I would have said, "This is being screen be grabbed and sent to HR." No, it was in person. It was in. Oh, it was. Oh. Yeah. That makes it, I think, even worse. I've always I thought imagine it. Imagine saying that to somebody's face. I'd be like, <laughs> I would be all like, I'd be like, I don't get why you want. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's wrap this up early. I, I need to, I don't know, have some water or something. Maybe I'm hungry, <laughs> dehydrated. Oh boy. But no, and Nicole and I still work together creatively, and the only issue we ever have is when nicole sings something and i put echo on it i always know it will be the greatest mix and her the best she's ever sounded and once there is an echo of her vocals she just completely detaches from the song and she goes yeah i think we could do without the echo i was like but then the space is just empty you don't understand me like why don't you like this echo and she's like oh well it's too much then i like manually do the echo so there's just one like i uh it's completely how it should be there's no automation in it whatsoever it's like this is what she would like and then she's still like, I don't like that echo. I'm like, just listen to the song at least. So that, that's the only creative issue we have still working together. I've never had a creative issue uh, dating and, and working together. Except for, again, I probably just, I was really just, it was, I was going to, it was my first, oh, no. No, I guess I've, I've fraternized at every job. It was the first time that like, I've it just, it was messy. It was just a messy job. Um, and I want to be like, and it was messy people, but not me. But no, I think we all like had a foot in the mess. We all just had a foot in the mud. This episode though, man, what a great time. What a time to be alive. Uh, if I could go back in time, I would be like, you know what? I'd be like, I'd, I'd probably reach out to everybody I worked there with. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry for what you all are going to wake up to tomorrow. <laughs> you'd be like, what are you talking about? And then you'd wake up and it'd be 2016. It'd be like late 2016, like December 24th, 2016. And you guys would be like, and I'd be like, James, you should start a podcast. 
you should start so many podcasts. Yeah. You should start 11 podcasts. Yes. And uh, in hopes one of them will hit. And uh, Or crit. Yeah. I'm way, I'm confident one of them will hit. We have a, I would be like, you guys should start podcast. Here are all of the ideas I have. Um, I do. I have copywritten all of these things. Um, so go ahead and sign these contracts. Here's an idea I have. It's where you and uh, a queer friend of yours will watch movies that are like uh, in the queer community. I think you should call it this movie's gay, but it'll be like a pun. Um, you could you bet. Go. You could bet on the World Series. You could bet on uh, all the like. You could do a perfect bracket. For uh, March Madness. But no, no, no. You want to go back in time and use that knowledge to say like, hey, these podcasts that after two years still aren't like pulling in money. I copyrighted them, which also (laughs) means I've spent money on copywriting them. Uh, This is what I'm doing with my time. Yeah. And then um – I would also be like, and then I just can't stress this enough, travel as much. I would just tell everybody, I'd be like, you got to get out. You got to travel. <laughs> you got to travel. You got to travel. I'd be, I, boy, they'd be like, TC, you are never here. We're going to like, we, we, we don't want to keep meeting with you to tell you. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I take a vacation every week. I really think I need to keep my work from home. <laughs> you got to stock up on Nintendo Switches before the year 2020. No, I'm okay on that. I think I would. Um, no, though, you could sell like resell them for a lot of money. Well, yeah, yeah. I would stock up on that. I would have so much fucking Purell and like alcohol, but I just gave that away. And then people would be like, "You're." Then people would interview me, and they'd be like, "Whoa, you know, how did you know?" And I'd be like, "I just, I've always had a feeling like, you know, that you need this. It's stuff that keeps you clean and it keeps germs away. So I've always had, you know, I had six hundred units of Purell and sixteen hundred units of alcohol." And I'd be like, where do we send that $5,000 check for this interview? And I'd be like, my bank account number is. <laughs> but little do y'all know, little do y'all know, I came back from 2021. Um, I probably wouldn't be able to get any of that done because it would probably be like me in 20, if it was 2016, I'd be 21. I'd be in 21-year-old Tavia's body, but probably still had the violent depression of 25-year-old Tavia. So I'd come back and I'd be like, yeah, oh, 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 oh no. This, this episode basically is just like um, <laughs> a metaphor. Like they hit you on the head with the metaphor that like, oh, it's a mom that hates her boyfriend's girlfriend, that hates her son's girlfriend. And I would not be able to take that. If like I dated someone and their mom was like, no, 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 I hate you. It's not even like I'd break up with a girl. I'd just be like, oh, okay. And then I would evaporate right there. I would just cease to exist. <laughs> I would simply cease to exist. If... My mom were like that. I would be like, "Hey, either stop or uh, you're no longer in the picture." I, I, over the past few weeks, this keeps like mothers and media keep coming up, and I'm like mothers are just disgusting. I hate how mothers are represented, and I'm like, "Oh well, this doesn't really happen." Nicole and I said that. Then we, uh, I was on Facebook scrolling, and I saw an old teacher of mine saying like. Oh, my my husband was talking to our son and he said, oh, you you got to find someone as great as your mother. And then he's like, well, that's impossible. No one's as great as mom. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. disgusting. Why are you putting that on in the public? It's gross. You should have commented and been like, are y'all fucking? <laughs> it's time to start embarrassing mothers. Hashtag start embarrassing mothers. <laughs> You've had it good for too long, mothers. Yeah, you have gotten here. away with it for too long. Somebody needs to ask if you're fucking your kids. <laughs> that actually is a disgusting joke. I'm sorry. That's a terrible joke to make. But the consensual point is, like, to adults. Yeah, I, I would argue there's a weird dynamic there. Oh, but, yeah, I know. I know. Um, I don't know. There's this like there. I saw some video where this the because people do this a lot where it's like who's in the right here and it's a guy and he's sitting in the driver's seat of the car and the girlfriend is sitting in the passenger seat and the mom's like get the fuck out the car and she's like no this is like he and I share this car and she's like he my son his mama not finna sit in the back seat and people were like who's right the mother of the daughter the uh, daughter in law the mother of the wife and I was like oh my god who cares who cares oh my god just sit where just is open. Sit where it's open, ma'am, and then we'll probably take you to a breakfast you are not going to pay for, and then we'll probably take you to a bunch of stores where you buy things that you don't pay for. It's a, it's not a sign of disrespect for you to sit in the back seat. 
it's just, it's just a seat. Yeah. Also, we gotta just start. We have to start unpacking and unlearning things. It is not disrespect. I sit in the back seat of cars all the time. When you get in an Uber, you sit in the front seat. You sit in the front seat of taxis. My dad got to the point where he was like, "Hey, you need to start. You are an adult now. You need to start sitting up front." I it feels like I'm your chauffeur, and I was like, "Okay, fine." It being in the back seat's great, but also in this scenario, if a if this this wife is putting her foot down, this is not the first time this has happened in no. a, a situation like this. So no, the mom is in the wrong, and she can straight up fuck off. And then also too as well, I'd be like, "Well, here is your ring back. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to keep arguing with your mom about whether or not she could sit in the front seat of my car. If you want to be in the front seat of a car, meet us at the restaurant. You can drive there. <laughs> you can sit in the front seat of your car and me. My mom also though, she wasn't like, she was fine with us sitting in the back seat because like if we before I learned how to drive, she would like when she'd be driving us places, she'd be like, "Your phone is too bright. I can't see when you hold when you have it." Um, and then it got to a point where like, if you'd have your phone and it was like this, she would like from the driver's seat, take her hand and push it into your chest and be like, I can't see it's too bright. <laughs> and, um, don't fucking push stuff into my chest, please. And then when we finally started driving and we would show for her everywhere, um, she was a sit in the front seat parent. So if like your partner was there, they got to get in the back. But also, like, you could only listen to certain music with her in your car. So, like, we all we usually had to listen to, like, gospel or old school music, predominantly gospel. Um, and if a song was too slow, she'd be like, uh, I, I don't want to hear any sad music right now. And it's like, it's not sad. It's just not fast paced. It's just not a fast paced song. And that's OK. But God forbid she catch the Holy Ghost to a slow song because then she'd be like, start that over, please. And it's like, damn, this is the third the third time we played this gospel song. This is a, a six hour gospel playlist. There are other songs on here if you want to. You just want to hear this one, the whole 30-minute drive? Okay. But parents take a lot of things as disrespect. I remember one time I got her concert tickets to see Babyface, and she is notoriously late. She just, she'll get up on time and then take the most luxurious bath in the world. It would be like, I'd go to pick her up for anything, and I'd have to wait in her house for like two hours while she like got ready. And she'd be like, oh, I think I'm going to take a bath. Okay, now that I've taken my soak, I'm a little hungry. I'm parched also. I'll have some tea. All right, now I'm going to change out of my room. I don't think I want to wear this outfit. I think I'd rather wear the... And it would just take forever. And I was like, I'm so tired. One time we... There was a funeral. And she didn't want to go to the funeral, but she did want to go to the repast. So I had to drive from the city because it was like the funeral was in a suburb near my mom's. But they like had the... I'm sorry, the family lived in a suburb near my mom but they had the funeral in the city. So right after the funeral, I had to like hightail it to the the suburbs to pick my mom up. And I got there and she just was like still in the shower. So I texted Morgan and I was like, oh my God, she's not even dressed. I could kill myself. <laughs> like two hours later, I was like, girl, did you get my text? And Morgan was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I said mommy wasn't ready. And I looked at my phone and I'd accidentally texted it to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and later that night, she was like, I guess you meant this for your sister. Sorry to have inconvenienced you. And I was like, wow, I know you're being sarcastic, but you did inconvenience me. Um, but anyway, the concert. So when it came, like when it was coming up on it, I was like, please be ready at this. I told her to be ready two hours early. And I'm sure she was just, she was probably ready an hour early. And then I came to get her like 30 minutes after that. And she was like, yeah, it's very rude to ask your mother to be ready at a certain time. And it's like, oh my God, now that I've been in therapy and done some healing, it's not, it's not rude to ask the person you are chauffeuring around the city that you just paid for a gift for them for to please. That's actually like how, like not calling it like, like you can take anybody on a date. So I think like parent, child dates, friend dates, it's not rude to say to someone, be ready at this time because this is when I'm taking you out. That is standard for a date. Yeah. That's just how that works. Because if if I had left it up to you, Babyface would have been like, thank you, good night, <laughs> by the time we got there. And another time, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm going to rattle off, we're already over on time. It's, it, they are like n- people who buy the most expensive music equipment thinking they're going to make the greatest music ever, but don't know how to use it. Opposed to someone who's like using like mid-grade stuff who has experience and knowledge. That's what the initiative seems like. They have all this high-tech stuff, but they don't – they think demons don't have motive. 
But they, that's not the thing. They're just like answering any question. They're only collecting demons to study them and take parts to build stuff like Adam. Yeah, that's... Uh... It still feels so it's not like, necessarily they believe that they don't have motives. They're just answering whatever because no one has ever questioned these motives. No one's ever questioned why they're doing what they're doing before. So they're just telling Buffy whatever so that they can like move along. Okay. I have um, one. They're at the bronze waiting for Buffy. Um, and they're like, oh, she's already an hour late. Fuck it. And it's like an hour is nothing. Me and my friends are routinely like, like shit doesn't start until like two, three hours in. If you go to the bronze when it opens, like, have you ever um, been to a club? Yeah, a couple. Like when they when they first open, nothing is happening. Why the fuck would I? Why would I go at that time? I do, the only club that in my mind I fully remember going to is one that is owned by Nicole's cousin. So even if we got there, I think we did get there right when it opened and nothing was there. But we had we knew people who worked there. So I went to a fantasy nightclub in Boys Town when it first opened, and it like when it like when it opened for the night. Um, and it was really fucking boring. It was like me and the three people I showed up with dancing. And I was like, well, this is okay. And then by two hours later, it was like popping. It was great. I also one time went there, uh, Halloween of 2019, the last Halloween, it was safe to be outside. Um, me and Rachel went cause they had like a, a Halloween event. Um, but I was like rinsing my mouth out and I used to do it with peroxide cause it's supposed to whiten your teeth. But I like knocked it back too quick and some of it went down my throat and my stomach was like, Ooh but I thought I would be okay. And then by the time we got to fantasy, um, I had pretty violent diarrhea. It was really bad. And having to poop in a club already is mortifying, but the door was broken. So like mid violent poop, somebody busted it. And I was like, Hey, and then they left. Um, and then they only had a roll of brown paper towels. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to go home. Uh, but like, I, I, you know, um, I never went back there. And then also they broke my debit card. So, and then also fantasy nightclub used to be very good for like, if you would give them a, t let's say you get a drink and it's $12, they would, and you give them 20, they just keep the 20. I'd be like, oh, well you don't really get to decide your tip. That's for me to do. Mm -hmm. I would not tip $8 on a $12 drink. Was uh, that peroxide ice cold peroxide? No, it was room temperature. Okay. If it was ice cold, I probably would have immediately like, like ice cold water pretty quickly is like, oop, and I got to get it out of me. I, it just it, that makes no sense. Why it should be peeing? You should be peeing it quickly, not diarrheing. This no, it tears my stomach why, up. Why is water going out your ass instead of your urethra? I don't know what it does to my stomach, but like some stuff. Does, coffee. I used to be fine drinking coffee. Every single time I have coffee now, I end up getting like my stomach starts cramping really bad. Luckily this time, like usually I'll have coffee before the podcast, and then I'm like, oh, you keep going. I have to go to the bathroom. Luckily this time, my computer was updating, and I spent the entirety of the time in the bathroom. But at one point, my stomach was hurting so bad that I was doubled over in my room, going, oh no, oh no, because I just it hurt so bad that I just I was immobile. I Wait. couldn't move. Like it wasn't like I was worried about pooping on myself, but the pain was so severe that I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Not like what to do to get to the bathroom, but like I don't know what to do to survive this pain. <laughs> so much pain. Now that you said it, and it's like in perspective now, I have realized every single recording the past I, since pandemic, you have had to use the bathroom because of stomach yeah. issues. Maybe I have like IBS, but then I think only gay white people have IBS. I've only ever heard gay white men actually talk about it. And they love to talk about it, but like people in my family who aren't gay white men have IBS. Are they white? Yeah. Okay. Are they men? No. Oh. So only white people get IBS. Gotcha. Uh, okay, that's absolutely not. You have IBS. I don't think so. I think I just my bowel sometimes are irritated frequently. What what Most does I, I have it, irritable bowels? Yes, irritable. I was like, what does the I mean? And you have IBSD, not IBSC. I have IBS domestic instead of IBS commercial. No, uh, mm. diarrhea and constipation. Well, how was that? How was constipated irritable? I'm never constipated. I've been constipated like four times in life, and each time it's hell for me. Same. I'm just such. It's just it's terrible. My, How do you do it? Uh, th we this is last story, and then we have to get out of here. My especially parents, now that it's just poop. Who wants uh, to hear yeah, this? I know that's why I'm mostly speaking sentai. I don't have a butthole, so we never talk about this. But my parents would go out of town 
every holiday. My dad and stepmom would go out of town every holiday and just leave me for the long weekend, a lot of times on Thanksgiving, and they would just leave stacks of frozen pizzas in the downstairs freezer. One year, I'm just dousing it with tons of Parmesan cheese, extra shredded cheese, and by the time the weekend was over, this was the first time in my life that I had ever been constipated. So the following day at school after like I took laxatives I was just every single class I was like I need to use the bathroom it sucked my grandma used to give my cousin for some reason she would just routinely every morning be like here you go and she'd give her a laxative and we'd all be outside having fun she'd be like I'll be right back and she'd get to like hitting it on her bike to get home and then she'd come back out 45 minutes later like okay I'm ready to play again I don't know why she was doing that because she wasn't doing it to the rest of us if there wasn't a reason that is abuse uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprised, but <laughs> yeah, uh, unless it's, it like, I mean, it's on par, but my brother used to do this thing where he would like, he'd be standing like this, like, and uh, so think of like a P dance guys, but no dancing, just like focusing in and we'd be like, what's wrong? And he'd say, oh, I'm warming it up. And we're, we're like warming what up? And he's like, like for in the future when I have to go poop like it's soft and this was when he was like seven years old so uh, years this was a constant like inside joke in our family is like oh i'm warming it up and years later he's like 18 years old we were talking about that and he was like oh yeah i I just didn't want to go to the bathroom i I wasn't warming it up i was just holding it in and we're like okay yeah that's what everyone suspected uh, okay, quick things about the show. Uh, mother, which they, they say um, mother wants us, but they're fucking, and he's in T-pose while having sex. Other one died. Can you hear me in your mic? Yeah. In my mic? Yeah. Oh, is that bad? No, wait, What, what is what bad? I'm sorry, can you hear you in my mic is what I meant to say. Oh, a couple times I could. So You can hear you now? No, sorry, not right now. Oh, that's crazy. Wait. Hey, hello. No. Awesome. Okay. But I think uh, let's both talk at the same time and then I might be able to. So okay, I'm talking right talking now. I'm talking, talking right now. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Can hey. Can you hear yourself now? No, I still can't. Awesome. But she's watching him. Yeah. On a TV. Disgusting. And she also, she she hates women. That's what I wrote down. She is like, like, is this the first time he's had sex or is she just like, I don't want him to have sex with this girl specifically because, again, I'm his mother and I hate her. Yeah, it this episode, now that I rethink back at it, pretty good episode. Period. Also, Willow, super passive aggressive in this episode. They need to be doing check ins with her. Yeah, she just went through a super hard breakup. They need to be like, hey, are you all right? She's going to be fucking smooching. Had some great Spike and Giles moments in this episode. Man, he saves every episode, that Spike. Spiles. That's all I got. Me too. All right. Follow me on my new uh, Twitter account, which has the same exact name, Tavia underscore Walton, because they don't let you put a period, and I'm going to complain about it every time until they change that stupid rule. Follow me on Instagram at Tavia.CW. Um, and that's really all I got. You don't have to follow me anywhere else. You don't have to follow me at all. Fuck. I don't don't give a shit what you do, but I would really appreciate it if you follow me because follow count means something to me. It's very important. I feel less than without it. I used to have like 1,100 followers. Now I have like 176, but I had a mental breakdown and deleted my old account. (laughs) Somewhat one of our friends messaged me and said, did TC delete his account? And I was like, I, uh, I'm i guessing there's some reason, but I don't know the reason. Had a fucking mental breakdown. Guys, go over to MLMPod.com to find out information about my other podcast. But you can also go over there. If you're a rapper or know a rapper who needs beats, I put a beat pack up there. It's 17 beats. They're $5 each. Or for $20, you get all 17 of them. And I also have been doing stuff on twitch.tv forward slash mostly speak and sentai where I'm making beats and then just putting them up for free. Also on MLMPod.com forward slash Marshland Monster. So check those out if you need beats or if you just want to watch me make beats over on Twitch, do it. Uh, I know a rapper. 
to hit him up. Hey, James. Oh, me. I am. Uh, I have a friend that makes beats and he has a 17. <laughs> and then go over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod to get access to exclusive podcasts such as the podcast that be. That's just $5 a month and you get podcasts every single Friday. But if you're a $10 patron, you get an additional stream or watch along. We have now done Casper, Meet the Deedles, and The Frighteners. But you also get a shout out in all our free feed podcasts. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z., The Waz. Orion, he's a rapper under Defo, D hyphen F O. Kayla, aka Two Grapes. Duo Grun Fox, that's Two Fox for the price of Grun. Tyler Wright and Elliot W at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram. I'm kidding, guys. There's one more you thought I was going to be wrapping up. We have a pledge upper, the wonderful Jordan B, aka The Chaos Witch. Sorry, I just read this really sad post on Instagram. All right, that's the theme of today's episode is uh, sadness taking over. Hey, guys, I've been James. I've been Tavia. And we've been... What, what the hell, man? I did it again. You want to know? No, no. It's much easier when you start it out because then on my end, it lines up perfectly because I'm saying it with you. On my end, opposed to, like, you trying to say it when I say it. Or I guess right. it, So you start. You say, my name's... My name's Tavia. And I'm James. And this has been... What, what the, the Hell, hell Mouth. Oh, yeah. I'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today.